Welcome to Couch to Coast, a weekly podcast with me, Rob, an aspiring runner whose favourite place is being comfy on the couch. And me, Ben, a UK Athletics accredited running coach. Follow us as we try to turn Rob from couch to coached. And we are live, bro. <laughs> you've been practicing told you, you told you I'd mix it up a little bit <laughs> oh thank god I'll allow it swiftly move on swiftly move on <laughs> I'm doing that because I'm at the moment Arthur's going through a stage my five year old's going through a stage going bruh in it calling me bruh yeah no just bruh so like bruh I'm like what's that mean oh like, no don't you need call to... me bro I'm not your bro I'm your dad. Send him for laps Don't around the block, bro. mate, if he's doing that. I don't know. He needs to put punishment. I, th- I thought I'd mix it up a little bit and do it this, this, this for this podcast. Episode 62. Episode of 62. Time flies when you're having fun, eh? It does. It does. When you're an award-winning podcast, it flies even quicker. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't, wasn't going to mention it. I wasn't going to mention it <laughs> that we're an award-winning <laughs> podcast, but, you know, it's it's good, Eddie. It's, it's good. Yes, it is good, and I think we I just come on before come on before I come on to do the podcast. I think we've just been nominated by somebody else as well, Becky, who's just recently joined the Strava leaderboard. She's joined the league, and she's just messaged me to say that she's nominated us for award. I might be completely wrong and got the wrong end of the stick, so I'll clear that up before I actually announce it officially. But we might have been nominated for another award, and we're obviously going to win that one. No, 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 no. I'm not going to be big-headed. I'm not going to be big-headed. I think we'll win it. No. <laughs> I'll let you be big-headed. You yeah. can be big-headed as much as you want. Let's hold our horses on that one. Let's see how we get Let's yeah. how we get on. Yeah. So how have you been? I've been good. Yeah, I think I caught your cold through the podcast. I don't know how that's possible. I'm, I'm still not quite right. I'm, I know you were coughing earlier. It's uh, it's lingering, shall I say. Yeah. But is it, is it, you, 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 were, you went away? Has I went away, yeah. impacted your time away? No, so I wasn't on well while I was away. Um... Went away Friday, came back Tuesday. Towards the end of Tuesday, started feeling a bit rough here. Mm. Uh, but then Wednesday, I woke up and I had a really bad cold. Um, didn't stop me from doing anything. Didn't stop me from – I went out running and didn't stop me from getting uh, to work and stuff. And then I woke up again this morning. and It's, it, it's bizarre because I was saying to Laura on the way to work today, you feel I must be allergic to work. Yeah. <laughs> Because I was on my way to work and I started to feel like I was starting to become become congested, and then I've come home to come home from work. I've been out for a run, and at the moment I feel okay. So mm. it'd be interesting to see if I'm like that tomorrow before I go to work. So I might go to Oki Health, Occupational Health, and say uh, I need a sick note because I'm allergic to going to work. I'll see what they say. I wish I could get one of them. It wouldn't make a difference to me. <laughs> yeah, I keep telling Rach that I'm allergic to work, and she keeps dragging me out the door. <laughs> <laughs> terrible but yeah so we didn't have opportunity to speak much about anything last week we did because uh, we had Helen Rivar the excellent inspiring uh, Helen Rivar on the podcast so we didn't really get a chance to speak about much about my running or your running so shall we have a look at the, our running over the last couple let's of weeks let's have a look at our running and what else let, let, let's let's tell the listeners what else we've got in the episode you know that thing I've been looking at it's, it's called a hook it's called a hook bro 
just to make people think about what's coming in oh, the yeah. episode. Hook bro. Hook bro. Hook bro. <laughs> just, you know, it's to make people listen to the end of the episode. So we've got a right. massive announcement coming at the end of the episode. A huge announcement. And you're going to want to listen into it. So even I'm, even I don't know what this huge announcement is. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what it is, and it's right at the last couple of minutes of the show. So don't go fast forwarding. You're gonna listen <laughs> all the way to the end because I might decide to do it halfway through. But it's a massive announcement. I'm waiting for this announcement as well. Lessons, I haven't got a clue what he's on about. Tune in, listen all the okay. way to the end to find out. So we're gonna do our Strava leaderboard after we've done your running and my running. Yeah, yeah. Let's have a look at my running and your running. I suppose yeah. we'll start with two weeks ago on Sunday. I suppose that's a good place to start because I ran all Sager. So all Sager oh, five. All Sager. How um, did it, mm. before we talk about all Sager headline? There's a new main man. New main man. Yes, there is a new main man. New main absolutely. man. It, I, I'm absolutely cool main as well. I didn't run it, so I'm not the main man. No. But there Alex, is Main. Alex Main. Alex Main. Absolutely smashed it. New Absolutely. Main I, I, Man. I'm not sure, but I think he came 10th overall of the whole of everywhere, oh. of everybody at All Sager, which is really... Because All Sager attracts loads of people. So huge. Elite runners as well that are just starting the season. So they go to that. So to come to come 10th in that, and actually top Group A, he's top of Group A. Mad. Mad. We were He's talking really about, well. is it going to be Cole Moulton? Is it going to be Sam Crozier? Cole, yeah. Cole turned up. He did. Came it, second, I think, in the group. Ale- Alex beat him. Um, so there's another doors. category for I think it's it's going to be interesting. I spoke to him, congratulated him. He's really, really happy. He wasn't. I think this is the first time he's done North Stash Roadrunner, so he's an yeah. unknown entity. So we've seen Sam Crozier last year. We've seen Carl Moulton, who's done it repeatedly over the last 10 years, as we said with with Ken. Well, there's a new kid on the block, a new, new kid on What's the block. What's really interesting is we talked, I think, a couple of episodes back about was Sam the younger man to Carl. Yeah. Carl, obviously, is the older of the three. Sam's obviously only a slightly bit younger I think about four or five years younger than Carl. Yeah. But is Alex yeah. 22, I think, I read? 20-something like that, yeah. Early 20s. Like yeah. So this is going to be an exciting season in Group A. If I think if they can all stay fit, they can yeah. all keep their training, they can all be selective with their races, mm-hmm. that's going to be a cracker in Group A. It and is. I'll be very interested Definitely. to hear what Ken's going to say when Ken next comes on. Because mm. I bumped, I say I bumped into Alex um, and Alice at uh, Milton Keynes winter half and I didn't realise until after how fast Alex had gone at Min- Milton Keynes winter half and it's a tough race that is mm. he's blown all Sager apart there in group A and exciting season coming up anyway it's yeah. about you yeah, no, no, no. He's the main man, and absolutely, he, he deserves all the accolades he's getting. Let's see how the season progresses because it's going to be a long season. There's another, at least another, I think, nineteen races to go. So let's see how Alex does get on, and it would be interesting. He has, he has promised that he's going to do a fab with the listeners. So hopefully, we'll get that pretty, pretty soon and see what his main goals are for this year. His main I goals. Imagine, I love what he did. His there. main, I didn't, I didn't realize he'd done that. Main goals, but. I think I imagine the NSRRA is going to feature quite high in that main goal, uh, but we'll see when we get him on. But yeah, for, so for me, I ran. Um, 
was a bit, I would say, a bit, a little bit disappointed, to be fair, because um, two years ago I ran it in 42 minutes, 42, I think it was 42.31. Last year I ran it in 40 minutes, like 20 seconds. So I thought to myself, if I get close to 40 minutes, I'd be happy if I got under 40 minutes. Um but I got nowhere near that. I got 42 minutes again. It was a hard race. It's a hard It's a hard race anyway, I think. And I've been speaking to other people about it because it's five mile. And I think we said this last time. You don't know whether you go 5K pace and try and sustain it or you go 10K pace and try and speed up towards the end. Yeah. It is a really difficult race. And ultimately, I came 19th out of, um, out of the group. So last year, I got 9th. Uh, and this year I got 19th. Give us so give us a rundown of some of the people in your group that came above you. So yeah, so I got I got how many? I got 32 points. So we've got people that, uh, people that I remember from last year. So this is got, the thing, isn't yeah. it? You can look at the tables because I didn't race and I, I had a sneaky look at the tables when you sent them through. Yeah. We did really well last year at learning the names of the people in the, yeah. in, in the NSRA, but now actually yeah. you look at the tables again, you're like, who's that guy? Who's that woman? Yeah. Like, what's going some on? Some of them. Some of them, I don't even know who they are. So in my group, the only people that I can remember from last year is Nathan Cap. But this isn't everybody that ran. I think there's more people to run. I think it's just everybody that ran last year, at this time, and I'll say you. Yeah. We've got Giovanni. So we, we've mentioned Giovanni on the show before. I actually met him. had a chat with him after. He came... So we have Hacking, he came 17th. We've got Alan Challoner, who is, who is, we've spoke about Alan on the, on the podcast before. He's 71. I think he came 16th. Um, he's 71 years old. 71, 71. And he's an absolutely cracking runner. I'm not joking. I'm not even joking you. He is an absolute wow, cracking Wow, come on, runner. silly toe, man. <laughs> but, and then you've got um, people at the top. So Sam Chapel, don't I don't really know him. I don't think Chris Holsworth, Mark Hall, Andrew Thompson. I know Andrew. I met him a couple of times. He's a Stonemaster marathoner, and he I know he runs with Jackie and and Sally and Craig quite a lot. So I know him. Um, Rob Mottram, don't know who that is. I think Joel and Morris was in the group as well last year. Chris Colborn was in the group last year. Um, Trevor Hoyle. So he he just beat me. He came eighteenth. I can remember coming around the corner. So the last, it's like a hundred meters. Well, it's not quite a hundred meters, but it's about fifty meters. Uh, you go into the lot the car part, don't you? Yeah, you turn the corner, uh, and I could from about mile four. I got Trevor. I didn't know his name at the time because he, I think he's been promoted from Group G, and I could see him in my sights. So I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. Again, he's sixty-three as well, and like I say, age is no, no age is just a number. I know that, but I saw him. I thought I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. I'm going to sit behind. Him. I'm going to do what you do. I'm going to sit behind him. Then I'm going to go last fifty meters. I'm going to try and get past him, and I was catching him and gaining on him and gaining on him. I thought I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And then literally, I turned the corner, and I, as, as I turned the corner, he'd gone. He'd literally just gone. He'd sprinted. So he came eighteenth. I was like, oh, that's crazy, absolutely madness with the, the amount of speed he picked up. For a 63, and again, like I say, no disrespect for anybody's age, but 63-year-old to do that kind of speed was mad. Um, so other people in my group, and we know Neil Reynolds, he, he came 20th, I think I beat him by about five or about eight seconds, I think it was. Andrew Crosby, he was on the group How last year. How did Barefoot get on? He came, so he, it's, I mean, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 27 so there's 20 there was 29 that ran and he came 27th um, but there is other people that are still to run i think yeah. that are in group f barefoot the first um, ever barefoot runner in the north star he is he is well the first done ever barefoot yeah yeah well done mate um but yeah it's 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 gonna be a, it's gonna be hotly contested again like i said last year 
I think there's a lot of people that run Osage that don't run other races within the, within the calendar year, and there's obviously people that are quicker over the shorter distances that aren't as quick over the longer distances. So, uh, it usually ten this this Sunday coming is going to be an interesting race. Um, who won, who won Group B? Um, group B. My group is as, as you and Kieran so kindly <laughs> photoed me and went, "Oh, my group," or sent a photo. Of- <laughs> The back of Bedford's vest. Yeah, the back of Bedford with a with an A on. So Group B. I don't know if I can't remember if he was in this group last year or if he's a new new newbie to the to the group. But Isaac Elkington, he, he won that group from Staff Smolens AC. So Staff Smolens Athletic. Um, but again, looking at that group, there's very few that I could say that I remember for Steve Jennings. I know Steve. He runs with Stoke Fit, and I know Rob McHugh. He runs with Stoke Fit. And Simon Lewis is Stoke Fit as well, but very few of them that I would say that probably that I can remember from last year. Um, Isaac Alkington currently stalking yeah. him on Strava. <laughs> currently stalking. Hang on, hang on, hang on. He's not in the Couch to Coach podcast group. First of all, mate, oh. get, get yourself in the Couch to Coach podcast group. <laughs> if he doesn't listen to the training. podcast, if anybody knows Isaac Alkington, please do get him join the Strava League and get him listening as well because I'm, I'm predicting there's going to be a lot of banter between now and the end of the show. At the end of the year, end of the season, there's going to be a lot of banter from Ben. No, I'm not. I'm not going to give him any banter. I'm, not, I'm never going to <laughs> I'm never going to win the, my group. I'm never going to do enough races. Tell you with Isaac Alkington, Looks like a really nice guy, to be fair. On all of his photos, even when he's racing, he's got a beaming smile on his face. Oh, I don't fancy him, by the way. Just yeah. out there. <laughs> but he's running down the finish line, and he's got a beaming smile on his face. He looks, he's well happy with himself, and so he should be. Shout out to Andy Torbett. So I just want to give Andy Torbett a shout. So I think he's got promotions the last three years. So two, four, six, eight. Shout out to he's been in Group F. I think he got promoted to Group F. To, I think he might start in Group G actually. Correct me if I'm wrong, Andy. I think he went from Group G to Group F. Last year went from Group went the year before went from Group F to Group E. Last year went from Group E to Group D. And on Osage five got a PB. I know I remember him saying he got a PB, but he also came ninth in Group D, which is a massive achievement. To get promotion last year, to then run and get ninth, um, this in, in all stages is a massive achievement. So well done to Andy. I know he listens to the show. So well done, Andy. Well done, Andy. But yeah, like you say, it's a it's a long year. It's it's it, it's people run races that don't run other races. So I'm running Rugeley. There might be people. I know other people that aren't running Rugeley. It's quite a difficult route. Um, but yeah, I, I was a bit disappointed, but. Onwards and upwards. What are you disappointed about? Anybody's... I don't know. I think, I think in my head, uh, I'd gone backwards because I'd got 42 minutes, went to 40 minutes, and then went back to 42 minutes. But then after speaking to a few people, I have had a lot of things going on over Christmas and, and, and the wedding and things like that. So I haven't been dedicated as much as, as I probably was this time last year to my running. And I think I was a lot fitter and in a better place than um, this time last year, that, that, that I was last time last year than I was this time. But hey ho, it's it's one of them into that you, you live and learn. And like I say, a lot of people turn out for all stage five that don't always turn out for other races. So yeah, I mean, I think it's one of them. You've you've got to not be hard on yourself because mm. you have had a lot going on. You had Christmas. 
you had wedding. So like, prior to yeah. Christmas, you had the build up to Christmas. Then you had obviously build up to your wedding. Then you've had your wedding. Then you've had your honeymoon, a uh, bit of time away. And I think you, you, you're being a bit too hard on yourself. I don't think you should be disappointed. Mm. I think what mm. you need to look at is that you've got a bit of a bigger goal on the horizon. And yeah. It's, yeah. it's not really necessarily about, you know, bashing out a PB at the first race of the season we crack on with your training and see what happens. We we, yeah. we need to obviously just reframe that a little bit, I think. Yeah, and the training has definitely started um, over the last couple of weeks. And I feel like I'm getting a lot fitter. I do feel like I'm getting... It's like I've been out for a session this, af- this afternoon and... Um, I was able to keep up to pace that you're actually stipulated within within the training, and and I felt good after that because last I think it was last Thursday, might have been last Thursday, I can't remember. I think I was supposed to do four miles at like eight forty five or eight fifty seven, and I struggled. Mm-hmm. I struggled to get to that point for four miles, um, but I feel better now. I've done today's session, and I bought myself some new trainers. Oh, we'll um, come on to the trainers. We'll come on to the trainers. Yeah. I did so I see that. Yeah, the, 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 well, I, I won't, I, I'm not going to hide anything. It's exactly the same as what I've got now. But the reason I've got exactly the same that I've got now is because I know they work. And I'm size 13, 14 in some shoes. Oh, and I know, that these, I know that these shoes work because been, the gait analysis has been completed and this is what rec- they recommended. So I've got exactly the same. And a bit of a bonus, they were on offer. Should have been 120, and I got him for 60. So, uh, so yeah. So I think I don't think the trainers. I think the trainers are playing a big part in my in my, in my training as well because I feel like I've got a few niggles coming in my knee, uh, and I can remember having a conversation with you a couple, maybe last year, yeah, on the podcast. And you suggested you might be my trainers, but I have been wearing them for a long time. So I bought myself a new pair. So, and I've been out every day this week since we started. The streak with Helen. The streak still yeah. alive. Yeah, it is alive. So I've only been doing the odd. I did. I did a long run. I did. Oh, I did um, parkrum at Nanty Pandy. I beg your pardon. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like uh, <laughs> Sam, it? Nanty Pandy. So I did a park run at Nanty Pandy. That was very nice park run. I must admit, it was through a red squirrel forest. So last Saturday went on as an Anglesey. There's only two part runs in Anglesey, so I chose the one that was closest and went and did that, and I really enjoyed that. Got to speaking to a few people, um, and then 50 I went park out. runs. Yeah, that's my fiftieth park run. Yeah, so celebrated that. You, with, you bought the with t-shirt? No, not yet. I don't know if I will or not because I'm not. I'm boycotting park run. No, okay, why? Because they're not being inclusive. Yeah, but yeah, so they've stopped. Yeah, we won't go on to that. We'll, we could talk about that another time. They're not being inclusive. Parkrun is supposed to be inclusive. If is any... it because of all the records that they stopped and all the yeah. stats? Yeah, I had seen that. It's I suppose they're trying now. to be more inclusive because of... of mm, I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I don't really know a good We could do about. a whole episode on that. Actually, we should. Let's get... Yeah. Let's get... Mark Brocklehurst. Mark back Brocklehurst back on. Mm, and put him under show. some pressure. <laughs> if he's listening to the podcast now, he's definitely not going to be coming back on. I'm only joking, Mark. Um, we, we wouldn't put you under any pressure. But we want we we would we need to get somebody on from Park Run to explain themselves. Yeah. I'll reach out. I'll reach out and see if they want to come on an award winning podcast. Um 
So yeah, so I did part run, my um, 50th part run, and then I went out for, I think about an hour and 35, and it was down for two hours, but I was on holiday, so I thought I'd just go. It was day yeah. three of the run with Helen, uh, streak yeah. with Helen, um, was uh, relax. Yeah. So Helen, for those that don't know, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, why not? Go back and listen to it. Join the, <laughs> join the Facebook group, streak with Helen. She puts out a buzzword every day, and day three which was uh, February the 11th for us, um, was relax. Rob literally relaxed and took half an hour off his two-hour long. <laughs> well, like I said to you, I had to speak to a man about an elephant. But anyway, I'd, I was on holiday and there was plans to do things on the Sunday. So I went out and I did ran four miles towards Belek. For people that know Bella, we stopped at Moalfre in the Anglesey. Are you, are you, you're going to be bleeping these things out as you go <laughs> yeah, through, right? Yeah. He's got to be swear words. <laughs> no, Belek, I think that's how you pronounce it. So I ran to Belek. Who are you calling the Belek? <laughs> uh, went to went to the went into Tesco Express, got myself Tesco Express. If you're listening, you want to sponsor the podcast, give us a shout. Uh, got myself a Lucasade Sport. Lucasade, if you listen to the podcast, want to sponsor the podcast, give us a shout. And then ran back. I did eight miles in total. Um, so, and then the day after, I normally go out with Stoke Fit because I was still away. I did two miles, and then Tuesday, I thought to myself, "Well, does football class?" This is the one. As- this is the one. I like this one. Yeah, I like. I I think I thought, in my mind, in my mind, it was a minimum of two miles running, and I thought he's just going to go to football. And he's <laughs> he's going to call it a run streak. Well, I didn't think. To be fair, is it is it county? Because we were we were on his way back from Anglesey. We'd gone been to Landon so I wasn't sure if he was even going to play football. But we got back in time, so I thought to myself, well, is it counted in the streak if I do football? So I thought. Oh, it doesn't really count as a run. So I went early and I set off and did two miles before. Although Strava only says I did a mile, I did two miles, trust me. Um, and then I played football after and then went out yesterday, which I normally don't do on a Wednesday. Uh, for Valentine's Day as well, I went out with Stoke Fit. So I had to grovel to Laura. Um, but then today as well, I did 4.7 miles with Stoke Fit yesterday on Valentine's Day. Not many people turned up, so... Where were you, you slackers, to quote Amanda Kelly? <laughs> <laughs> and then today I went out and did the session. So four, I think I did 4.2 miles today. Um, so you are so. on day seven mm. of Streak with Helen. I am. Yeah, I am. So I'm happy. I'm happy with the way that my running's going. I'm ha- I feel a lot fitter. I mean, if I anything's to be said by starting that streak, it's kept you really consistent because you have run for seven days in a row. Obviously, not every single run has been like lots and lots of miles, but you've been out running. So you've done more exercise, you've moved more. And at this point in the week, you're on 12 miles and you've still got you know a good three days of the week left. And that means that for the last three, you know, one, two, three, four, this is your fifth week, you are building your mileage up. So we've gone yeah, from 12 yeah. to 13 to 17 to 21. If you get your three runs in for the next three days, you're certainly going to build on top of that. And obviously yeah. you've got Rougely 10 
at yeah. the weekend. So you're going to yeah. you, you go in to end up with more miles than you have for the last five weeks consecutively. A nice linear yeah. progression. Well, Building Paul Hall pointed it out. Paul Hall painted, pointed it out. He says your graph looks meant because that's what we talk about, isn't it? And I think we mentioned it a couple of weeks ago. You mentioned it on yours that you're you gradually build up and build up and build up, and that's the way that you should be doing it if you if you're going to be training. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't like necessarily looking at graphs too much because no. it 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 can be quite misleading and and not really you know much cut for seeing progression but one thing you can see from a graph where it gradually builds is that you're doing it right because you've got that consistency there's no like massive spikes like someone that's well let's call it doing a dave you've not sat there and done nothing for a few weeks and then gone oh we haven't mentioned dave i'm gonna get out there and do 40 miles and then you don't do anything for a couple of weeks and you go oh i haven't done my training i'm gonna go out and do 60 miles and that's how you pick up injuries what you've done is over the course of the turn of the year and it is literally the turn of the year you've built up gradually nicely we're getting closer to Manchester, so now we need to, this really does need to carry on building. We mustn't have any weeks where we're down. We just need to keep building, and that fitness will come in. We need to keep getting that long run up a little bit. So you've had your ninety minutes, which should have been two hours. We're gonna get we're gonna get close to two hours this weekend anyway because of Rugeley yeah. Ten. Ideally, yeah. what I think you would need to do at Rugeley Ten is to have a good couple of miles as you warm up. So if you can get there early. Yeah. Get someone to tag on with you that will go for a nice little two-mile warm-up with you. Do your 10-miler and then have a nice mile to two miles cool down. And all of a sudden, you've got yourself a 14-mile run and a yeah. really good, solid week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like I say, I'm, I'm, I'll go out tomorrow. I think I've got 45 minutes easy tomorrow down on my training program. I've got – I can't do part run on Saturday because um, Laura's taking the dog to the – the dog groomers, so I've got to take Arthur to karate. But whilst he's in karate, I will then go out and do the run. So I won't be doing part run, but I'll be doing probably about half an hour. And then, like I say, Rusley Tan. Um, so I'll do that and get a couple of miles in, miles before and after. So and that'll, yeah, and that'll be a ten-day streak. Yeah, yeah. I must admit, I didn't think I was going to be doing it that far. I thought I might do a couple of days and then, because of angle C. But I did take enough, I think, the thing with, with me is ensuring that I've got enough clothes to go out in. I took a bag full of clothes yeah. um, with, with running tops and shorts and things like that, because it's important to make sure you've got everything that you need to do. To. And it was very hilly. So angle C is very, very hilly. And it was good prep, really, for Rugeley, because Rugeley is very hilly. Um, so, so loads of sheep. What's Anglesey like? Better. It's a little tiny island, it's, isn't it? Yeah, so it's it's a little tiny island. Just literally, you could probably when we went to we went to a sea zoo. So basically, it's just like a, an aquarium. You can literally see whales. You could. It feels like you could just reach out and touch whales. It's pr- not that far away, at all. You could probably swim it. So it's an island. You've got a couple of bridges over. It's a really nice place to go. I've been a couple of times. We went last year um, with my mum. And this is where we went this year with my mum and all my family. It was 15 of us. Um, but it's very, very hilly. It's very idyllic. It's very nice, I must admit. It's a nice place to go just to chill. Uh, although it wasn't very chill in the house that we were in. 15 of us. It was very chaotic. But it was nice. It was good chaos. So, anyway, that's my running. How's your running going? Oh, I can't hear you. You've gone off. 
There we go. Hello. What happened then? You Hello, went off. listeners. <laughs> uh, I um I had a bit of a cough and then I started googling stuff um and I forgot to unmute my mic. Um, <laughs> so my yeah, my running's gone very well. I am I'm absolutely loving running. Absolutely mm, you loving can, it. You can see. Yeah. But I've had a bit. Yeah, I've so last week when we did the interview with Helen, I hadn't ran for the best part of a week because I'd been really under the weather, um, and it really, really, it. Truth be told, it got me down quite a lot because yeah. I, I've a few months back we spoke about it a little bit on the podcast, and I think when I because I take my running so seriously, when I can't run everything seems to spiral so i get yeah. i get a little bit down in the dumps i've got obviously you know what it's like you've got work you've got business running i've got kids and when i can't run it's my only release it's not just my training it's my only release and i was getting a bit down in the dumps so obviously when helen came on and we sort of had a bit of banter and challenged each other to do a bit of a streak i was like i probably shouldn't be going out last friday to run yeah. to start the street because I'm I'm probably truth be told not quite right still I've still got a bit of a lousy cough still feeling a bit tired I get to about two o'clock in the afternoon and I feel a bit like my energy's been sapped and it doesn't yeah. help because it's half term we run half term holiday camps for kids I was going to say you've got a holiday camp <sighs> so we've had 15 kids 15 five year olds um, we've been doing the mini athletics holiday camps and you get to the end of the day and you're absolutely exhausted. So I'm not still, I'm still not quite right, but I thought to myself after the interview with Helen, I'll start the streak. So I went out and I just did, I think I set myself that I would do a minimum of 20 minutes and that would yeah. be what I would class as my streak. So yeah. I just went out uh, day one, did 20 minutes and do you know what? I've, I've kept the streak going and I've absolutely loved it because having so much time off running and going back to it, I thought to myself I was going to struggle, but I, I, I've slowly started to get back. The buzzwords that Helen puts out on the Streak with Helen page on Facebook, they just make it so easy to get out the door because mm-hmm. uh, day one, I don't know what the buzzword was for day one. I wasn't really too bothered about it. I was just like, I'm going to get out. I'm going to do a bit of running. Oh, my God, it was. Um, and then she put out uh, Reflect. So that was day two. And just went out. And it's about doing your take on what the buzzword is. Um, so I was just reflecting really on what I think is important to me with my running. And over the last week... I've had a bit of a change in tactic um, and I'm just sort of running but not really thinking about anything other than enjoying myself. I've not yeah. followed any training plan. I've been completely off plan for the last week. Um, she's put out different buzzwords. So one of them was music and the other one yeah. was relax. So I just went out for a nice yeah. relaxing 20 minutes. I went out on day four and listened to some tunes and I don't normally do that. I just run without music. So I went out and listened to a bit of music and really enjoyed myself. And each day I've come back feeling really, really good. Um, to the point where today, day seven, and it is day seven, thanks to Kieran Bedford and <laughs> Ken Shenton, <laughs> piping up on my uh, my Strava, <laughs> saying to me, uh, you're actually yeah. on day seven, Ben. You're actually on <laughs> a great run, but you're actually on day seven. 
So thanks to Ken and Kieran for pointing it out. But today's buzzword was trail. Yeah. And literally across the road from me is a place called Warley Woods. And Warley Wood Pacers. Warley Woods Pacers, which is where my running club journey started. Um, shout out to the Pacers if anyone's listening still. Um, it's not very big, but you can basically find so many little paths. And I just went out and I just kept running, turning where I wanted to turn, going around the outside of the woods, uh, ducking and diving in between the trees. And I did four miles on the trails in Warley Woods. And to me, I fell back in love with running because I've been probably a little bit down about it in the last few weeks, although I was really enjoying the marathon training. But it's made me realise, I think I'm retiring from road running. Oh, from road running? So you're going to go to trail? I'm just not going to – I don't want to race. Oh, Okay. You just want to do it for the love of running. I just want to run. Well, you've got to keep up with one road run. You've got to race Kieran Bedford. Well, do you know what I've said? I said to Rach the other day, I said, look, I'm, being being self-employed, right, when you run and you train for a marathon, the reason I feel like I got ill the other week was because I was training for a marathon and I've been doing a lot of miles and I'm working with kids and I became really run down. And it was to the point where I could barely get out of bed and go to work. And I'm putting myself into a really vulnerable position where I, yeah, yeah, I was no, having yourself. to struggle on. I yeah. don't like being in that position. I don't yeah. want to be in that position because it makes me really miserable. It makes me really feel a bit down. So I said to Rachel, I was like, I don't think I want to do any like serious training. I just want to run and enjoy running, which is what I've done for the last seven days of the streak. And I've been in much a happier place, much better place. So I think... Manchester. I'm going to run it with you. Okay. <laughs> no, no pressure. Okay. I'm going to run Manchester with you. Okay. Yeah, I could do because that. Because what I'm going to do is I'm going to carry on my streak. My motivation, my goal now is going to be to continue streaking with Helen. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm going to get to my point where I'm a little bit healthier. The minimum 20 minutes is going to become a minimum hour a day. So I've decided I'm going to run an hour a day, just me, bit of music, no music, podcast, just enjoy myself every day for an hour. That's going to get me roughly, if I'm looking at my paces and I'm getting that right, if I'm running them nice and easy, some days a bit quicker, it's going to get me about 50 mile a week. Yeah. It will be enough mileage. I'm still going to do some long runs on a weekend. So I'm going to allow myself like 90 minutes to two hours on a weekend. I will be in a position where I can run Manchester. So I'm going to drive to Manchester because I've got my parking. I've got my entry fee paid. And I just want to enjoy it. So I'm going to be your pacer. I am going to be your official pacer. (laughs) Helen Rivar, you've got a lot to answer for. (laughs) So you can blame Helen Rivar. I know. But this is going to be it. I'll wear my Couch to Coach t-shirt. You're going to wear your Couch to Coach t-shirt. If there's any listeners out there that want to join the Couch to Coach Manchester Marathon, we'll all run it together. Okay. Because I'm not... I'm I'm okay with that. I'm retiring. I'm no longer a competitive roadrunner. So the Kieran Bedford race isn't going to happen then? Maybe. Because I feel feel (laughs) that I can still... So what I'm basically saying is I don't 
want to be so um, restricted in my running because I was yeah. fe- I was finding being restricted in my running. I've so I've basically contacted my coach. I've told him I don't want to be coached anymore. Oh, okay. um, I need to have an official discussion with him because he's currently on holidays. He doesn't listen to the podcast. Um, but basically, I'm stepping away from coaching because I don't I don't I love running. And yeah. the pressure that I get with running and like run on a Monday, rest on a Tuesday, do a speed session on a Wednesday and rest on a Thursday and go into your long run on a Saturday. I'm trying to squeeze too much in. So I'm yeah. stepping back from coaching. If I feel like going and doing an interval session on a Thursday because my legs allow me to do it, I'll go and do an interval session. If I want to do a long run on a weekend, I'll do a long run. If I want to do a threshold run, I'll do a threshold run. If I want to run easy and that's 11, 12, 13 minute mile, that's what I'll do. I still believe that I can beat Kieran Bedford at part run. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep a lit. I'm going to try and keep some 5k pace there. I'm going to keep the streak going. Basically Kieran Bedford, I'm coming <laughs> for you, mate. Your streak's going and I'm beating you over 5k. All because you told me I'm actually on day seven and I'm not <laughs> on day six. I'm only joke. I'm no. All jokes aside, I will still race Kieran Bedford, and I'm still going to do the couch coach meetups. We're still going to do Manchester Marathon. We're just going to have more fun with it because okay, I right, okay. I want to do my running and I want to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, and understand. I can understand that. Yeah, and and we're, like you say, your work work is a priority. And I think if you can't, especially if you're self-employed, if I go off sick, if I needed time off work, I would get paid for the work that I wouldn't be doing, if that makes sense. Whereas if you're not working, you'd have to find somebody to support with the, yeah. to do the classes for you and you need to keep yourself fit. And if this isn't, if the, if, if this is a known thing that marathon training doesn't make, doesn't agree with you and makes you feel unwell and more susceptible to just colds and flus and things like that. It makes sense. I just think I was putting, it was putting a lot of pressure on me in terms of training, not just the marathon. I mean, even if I was, I mean, absolutely over the moon with my Manchester time. That was a long-term ambition of mine to go under 80 minutes for half marathon. Yeah. I don't like the marathon distance, but I thought, you know what? I've got unfinished business with it and that, that unfinished business can stay. I'm, I'm happy with that. I'm at peace with that. I think what I really want to do is make sure that I have enjoyment from running and that needs yeah. to from just doing what I want to do really and I think for me I can go out and run for a minimum hour a day clear my head I know it's not going to impact my work I know it's not going to impact my family life it's going to make me a better person because I'm enjoying my running again yeah and I I quite like what we've created on the podcast in terms of the social aspect so coming and doing park runs I'm only joking about boycotting park run but coming and doing a park run in somewhere like I don't know Trentham or coming to the Whammy and having a bit of a run out with Kieran or doing a bit of a race yeah. with you or maybe coming to one of the North Staffs. I can't race Sundays, so this is the thing as well. Like I'm training all the way through the week really hard to try and get faster for racing, mm, but not racing. But not racing. So what's the point? Yeah, yeah, it makes I, sense. I work every day, so yeah, I'm just going to enjoy my running, not put any pressure on myself, see what happens, and do some meetups if meetups allow, and pace you to Manchester glory. Oh my life! No pressure. No pressure. Okay. Okay. 
that's good. I'm, 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 that's fine. I'm happy for your run with me. That's absolutely fine. Before we move on, I just want to make a bit of not an announcement, I suppose. So a couple of months ago, or weeks ago, I can't remember what it was, I mentioned about my heart. Uh, and I've had a couple of people ask me how my heart is and if it's been seen by cardiology. I have finally had my appointment. So yesterday, which was Valentine's Day, Laura was off. Me and Laura went to the cardiology clinic to get my results from its 24-hour ECG to speak to a cardiologist uh, and by all intents and purposes I've been given the all clear um, oh, yes. so I don't really know a great deal, I can't remember what he said to me, I'm rubbish, so what I'm going to do is, I'm going to hand you over to my loving wife to tell you what the actual cardiologist said Is this five with the listener? No, no, he's not five. This is five with five with, with Rob's wife. Five with Rob's wife. Five with Rob's wife. Five with Rob's wife. Five with Rob's wife. Just be careful you don't say Wob. <laughs> Here we go. Here's Laura. Hey, Laura's going to tell you what's up with me because I can't remember from cardiology. Running's bad for you, don't do it. <laughs> what's he really said? He said that he believes that your irregular heartbeat is down to um, having high tone in your vagal nerve and that's causing um, your heart to really slow down resting. So particularly at night, your heartbeat's dropping to 40 beats per minute um, and that can cause irregular heartbeats. And that that can be associated um, with being athletic um, and that you've got a heart murmur that's being caused by your fitness as well. Who's going to check that out by doing an echo? So I'm athletic. That's all I took from that. He's told me athletic and I can carry on running. And I took that, I can carry on running. So there you go. So that's what the cardiologist said to me. And all I can remember taking from that literally is I'm safe to carry on running. I've got to go for an echocardiogram. So I've still got to go for a scan of the heart just to rule everything out and make sure I am 100% safe to carry on running and do, do whatever. The, car, the cardiologist said just safe. I'm safe to carry on running. And in fact, it's probably good for me to carry on running. And I'm athletic. I've never been described as, as, as athletic. I ain't commenting. Um, I'm not commenting. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a high tone in my vagus nerve. Um, so, yeah. So I'm happy. And I think that's probably why I went out today and I pushed myself a little bit further, a bit harder, because at the back of my mind... The weight off the shoulders. Yeah, yeah, especially all sage it. And I, th- I was thinking to myself this yesterday that it might be that I was not pushing myself too much at the races because I thought to myself, well, can you imagine if I, I do have a cardiac arrest in the middle of a race or what if my heart does pack in or I have got a problem with my heart and my heart stops beating, whatever. So now I feel a bit better that I can carry on running. And only, I've, got, I've got something wrong with my heart. It's irregular, but it only tends to happen at night time when I'm at rest. And I've got a, quite a low resting heart rate at night, which is like 40 something. Did it cause you any discomfort, lot? No, 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 no. So I had, I had the, other, the other week I had some sharp pain in the side of me here and my rib cage I don't know why I'm showing you because obviously nobody can see this but at the side of my rib cage I had a sharp a sharp stabbing pain there the cardiologist said it I don't think it's anything related to your heart 
and I suppose it everything every time I started feeling like oh what's happening here I was mm. putting it down to my heart because I wasn't sure if it was or not it's so anything where you get weight top, yeah. it does play on your mind don't it yeah it does it, it did, and it did and, and, and I've still got to go for an echocardiogram and they might then pick up something there but he says he doesn't think it's anything to worry about so woohoo I can carry on running because I sat there in the, in the waiting room with Laura and I said what if I can't carry on running what if I can't do running? I can't do the podcast. And if I can't do the podcast, all the friends I've made might not want to know me anymore. Oh, <laughs> <So is> my... <laughs> running friends. <laughs> running friends. So I was like, what, what was going to, because I think for me, again, like you said, the, the social aspect this podcast has brought, it's been like such a big thing, an amazing thing. Mm. It's like, well, what happens if I'm told I can't do anything like that? But all intents and purposes, I'm safe to carry on running, and I'm here to stay, guys. I'm here to no, stay. No, that's good to know. I'm, I'm glad. I'm pleased. I'm pl- obviously, I'm pleased. I mean, we've tried some episodes uh, w- without me, and you've managed to do them quite well. I don't think the, the the listeners would like the episodes, the ones that I did without you. <laughs> so I'm glad you're well because I need you. <laughs> I was saying that to Laura today. I think we both need each other because I couldn't do a podcast on my own because I, I don't know enough about running. I don't think you could do a podcast because of the editing side. I am, I am the editor of this podcast, chief editor, so, chief editor. Still to come on this episode of the Couch to Coach Running Podcast. Okay. But you're still listening. <laughs> so if you want have- to go to our review. Now is the time. Spotify, leave us a review. Tell us how good the show was because you made it all the way to the end and that is your reward. Congratulations. You did it. I've got an announcement and I'm going to make an announcement. Go on. So next week, we have another special guest. This episode is brought to you by Protein Rebel. Have you ever suffered with digestion issues during a running event? You're not alone. Research shows that 27% of marathoners and 70% of ultra runners report issues with digestion. The reasons for these gastrointestinal issues are often the complex chemical formulations used in many sports nutrition products. They lead to bloating, cramps, and sometimes the need to run to the toilet. Not what any runner needs. Definitely not. So how can you get over this when the big brands use artificial ingredients? So Protein Rebel has decided to do things differently as their products are 100% natural. They only use short, minimal, natural ingredient lists that reduce the chance of GI issues, so gastrointestinal issues, supports your running naturally. Products include maple ignite energy gels containing just maple syrup and sea salt, run easy marine collagen for strengthening joints and ligaments, and replace vegan protein powders. If you are interested in buying any of these products, we have got a special, yes, a special code for you to use. If you go onto their website and it's CTC15 and you will get yourself 15% off. But I suppose we can't carry on talk. We can't carry on without talking about something that the running world was shocked by as well recently. Uh, in Calvin Kipton, um, and I know that yeah. I, d- I don't know a great deal about him. Uh, I know that he's the the world record holder for marathon. He got the first person to get under two hours, one minute, an official race. Um, 
But what a sad, sad thing to see. Car crash at 24 and then and it was his trainer who was with as well. Awful news. I mean, yeah. this is this is a guy. So he ran the fastest ever marathon debut in 2022 at Valencia Marathon. Um, it's absolutely tragic that the world has lost the world marathon uh, the marathon world record holder for males yeah. uh, time um, it's tragic that it's last year's London marathon winner I mean it's tragic that anybody yeah. loses their life at such a young age but yeah. this guy I think was set to break two hours yeah, yeah, that's what I can remember watching London Marathon. He, he, he was head and shoulders above everybody else. The pace he kept, everybody was like, oh, he can't keep yeah. this pace, he can't keep this pace, and he carried on. And everybody was saying, if it, it, he will be the first person to break two hours if he carries on doing yeah. what he's doing. So at, at Chicago, he basically ran the two hours and 35 seconds, which was 34 seconds faster than Elliot Kipchoge's time, who is by many considered the greatest runner of all time. And yeah. uh, Calvin Kipton was a, 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 a far younger man than what Elliot Kipchoge is. So it's absolutely devastating because I do believe he would have gone under two hours quite comfortably. And some were yeah. talking about the fact that he would have done that at Rotterdam, which he was in training for. I think it's Rotterdam. Right. Um, so absolutely devastating news um and i think just one of the things from watching him at london um and watching the chicago race when he broke the world record was this was a guy that put himself completely and utterly on the line in the second half of races um he was uh, apparently used to training his his training runs with negative splits so he was used to always running the second part of his training runs faster than his first half so the philosophy that he embedded into himself was that he always needed to run quicker in the second half of races and both in london and in chicago he ran both of the second half of those races in absolutely incredible fashion london was by no means a perfect race for him he missed his drinks bottle yeah he had to take a bit of a detour in that basically to get himself back on track and he looked so comfortable when he was under so much pressure and he made it look so easy. And that is why I do think we've lost the opportunity to see somebody go under two hours very, very soon. Um, And I just hope that the rest of the running world, those marathon champions that are out there, Elliot Kipchoge, some of the youngsters that might come back through, um, do step up to that mark and sort of take that mantle on because we were getting so close to that that benchmark that benchmark yeah. time. Yeah. So from both me and Ben Couch coached, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure that they probably don't listen. But thoughts are with the family and friends of Calvin Kipton and rest in peace, Calvin. Not not a nice thing to happen. Not at all. This episode is brought to you in association with the North Staffs Roadrunners Association. Proudly supporting road running in North Staffordshire since 1974. Shall we have a look at Couch to Coach Challenge? No, Strava Leaderboard. Strava Leaderboard. Are we going to tell Strava, the break? Are we going to talk about the breaking news? Yeah, let's do it now. Go on. I don't even know what it is, so I can't tell them. No, we'll save it.
No, you do this every time. He gets me every time with that. Okay, let's do Strava leaderboard. So Strava leaderboard from uh, last week, so from Monday to Sunday last week, in third space, in third place, sorry, with seventy-five point two miles, we have we have Jared Horn. So well done to Jared. In second spot with seventy-five point five miles, we have Mister Martin Pratt, who did very well at North Stars Roadrunners as well in Group A. And then top of the shop. Some of the listeners might be disappointed. We're not disappointed to know that we have Helen Rivar. So Helen has joined the Strava leaderboard. And I think we're going to be hearing Helen's name quite a lot. So we're 94.4 miles in a week. So that's obviously including all the half marathons she does every single day is Helen Rivar. So well done to Helen. Um, And welcome to the group. You are more than welcome. Uh, from Monday to Thursday, we we, 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 we do need to address the elephant in the room. <laughs> yeah. I'm not by yeah. any means calling Helen elephant, by the way, uh, <laughs> if you are listening. But we need to address the elephant in the Strava leaderboard. What it, are we going to do if Helen, and I th- she will, carries on this streak up to a yeah. thousand days of running a half marathon consecutively? She's going to win the leaderboard. Every week, yeah. because yeah. she's going to clock best part. Because she doesn't just run a half marathon every day. She runs a little bit more just to account for any mishaps with the record. Yeah. So yeah. she runs the best part of 95 miles a week. Yeah, I don't think anybody has done 95 miles a week on the leaderboard no. unless they've gone and run like an ultra race or something like that. Yeah. So... Listen, I propose something. I propose something. Then. Listeners, you can get in contact, but I propose something. We call it the, the Rivar Strava leaderboard, or Strivar. Strivar. Strivar leaderboard. So it's dedicated to Helen, for, obviously, because she's going to be coming. She's going to be winning it every single week. It's called now called rather than the Strava leaderboard, it's called the Strivar leaderboard. There you go. And that's the big announcement that we were going to make on this week's episode. <laughs> it's the Strive Our Leaderboard. So now he's going to be... Unless people have got another idea, listeners, we are open to ideas. So we, we will call this Strive Our Leaderboard. And what we will do is, obviously, we'll mention that Helen potentially is going to win it every single week. And if she does win it, we will mention it. But I propose that we go down to to fourth. Good idea. The, 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 the week we'll do... Top three from Monday to uh, from Monday to Sunday, so the top three, and then in the, and Monday to Thursday, what we'll do is we'll do the top four. And if anybody beats Helen, Rob will send you a swag bag of couch to coached merchandise. Yeah, that gets bigger and bigger and bigger. I was telling Ben on the way on the on the podcast uh, on before the podcast, they've ordered some little pin badges with the <laughs> couch to coach logo on. So yeah, we've got and we've got key rings coming and all sorts. So yeah, if you do beat Helen. You are very well deserved to win uh, a swag bag of, of, of merchandise. So it's now called the Strivar leaderboard. You'll have to remind me of that because I'll forget. But for this week and the Strivar leaderboard, we have in fourth spot, and we have Rob McHugh. So Rob McHugh is a Stoke Fit runner. And I don't think he's featured on the Strivar leaderboard yet, but he is a Stoke Fit runner. And he's a, he was originally in Group F uh, in NSRRA, but after speaking to Ken, he is now in Group B, so he's gone from Group F. He's had three or four promotions straight away. So well done to, to Rob with thirty nine point eight. In third spot with forty three point nine, we have Carl Moulton. So well done to Carl. In 
Second spot with 45.7 uh, miles, we have Jared Horn. And then clearly at the top with 53.5 mile, miles, we have Helen Strivor. Or Rivor. Well done, Helen. <laughs> so that's that's the plan. If anybody else has got any good ideas, let us know. Shout out of the week! Shout out of the week! So... You do yours first because my shout out moves into another shout out. So if you do your shout, if you've got a shout out this week, I have got a shout out this week. Okay, who is your shout out for? My shout out of the week this week is for. I'm going to pronounce it right. I think she told us it's right. It's for Lisa Funge. Oh yeah, yeah, Lisa Funge. Yeah. Lisa Funge, you are my shout-out of the week this week, Lisa Funge. Silverdale runner. Silverdale, up the dale. Up the dale. Um, simply because she's not doing a run streak. Oh, yeah. She's doing a plank streak. Yeah, what day? How many days is she on? So it was, uh, well, assuming it's still going... Uh, she was on day 97 on wow. February the 11th. So she's now done over 100 days That's impressive. of plank. That's impressive. Lisa. Obviously not, not in one go. She hasn't just sat there, well, lay there for the next, last 100 days just lying there. Yeah, it looks like there's a minimum break. time, a couple of minutes plank. Um, yeah. But shout out of the week from me, Lisa, the plank funge. <laughs> Lisa the plank fun. Now, Lisa, if we ever meet, I'm sure we will at some point. Please do introduce yourself as Lisa the plank funge, and we'll drop that down and make... we'll we'll do a plank with you. Yeah, that will make my day. <laughs> so my shout out of the week goes to a guy that we haven't mentioned for a while. Um, so it, it was, I think, he was our first international list that ever got in contact with us. It's the geezer from New Zealand, top man, top man, Sean Moynihan. So Sean has run uh, the Buller, George, Buller Gorge Marathon uh, last week, and he did it in four hours. I think it was four hours on the dot. Uh, so well done, and I think he's been training for that. So that is my shout-out of the week is to Sean Moynihan. Well done, Sean. Carried on, carried on his running, and he got in contact with us as well. So this leads me on to another shout-out from Sean. He says, over the weekend... Uh, my family and I enter the Buller Gorge Marathon. I would be eternally grateful if you could give a shout-out to my wife, Nick, who finished fourth in her division of the walkers category. She has a heart condition that prevents her from running. Also to my son, JP, who's 15-year-old, who finished fourth in the men's under 20 with one hour 46 in his first half marathon, which is absolutely astounding at 15 years old to want to run a, a half marathon and one forty-six and fourth in his men's in, men's under 20. But the biggest shout out needs to go to my daughter, Caitlin, 12 year old, who is a member of, she's the member of the couch to coach strive our leaderboard. And in her first half marathon finished fourth in the women's under 20 with two hours 20. She really worked really hard and smashed her A goal of two hours 30. I'm super proud of them. So I replied saying, absolutely, what's next? Consider it done. He said, the kids haven't really expressed any interest in ever running ever again. <laughs> Whereas I've got a race boot for the start of April. Nick is keen to try and lower a heart rate train, to try a low heart rate training to see if it will allow her to run without causing any issues. So you might have another Kiwi on the Strivar League by the end of the year. Awesome. So, 
well done to the Moynihan family. I um, love it when running becomes a family thing. Yeah. I yeah, love I it. Well. I do. Uh, I, can, I can imagine that Arthur will probably get into running at some point. He's proper into football at the moment. Everything's football. He bounces around the house singing the Haaland song and then Mbappe isn't doing Sue with Brinaldo and all sorts. So he is proper into his football and karate. That was every kid that camp today when they won. Especially yeah. the, well, the boys mainly, but every time they won a game, often doing that Sue thing. Yeah, yeah. I did tell I did tell Arthur because we went watch Man City once. I said you can't be doing that at the Etihad. You can't do the Sue at the Etihad, and he didn't do it. For me. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, so I, I love it when families run together, and there is a lot of families, and I know that I've speak speak to families who get their family into into running, uh, and then their kids are into running. They take them along in the buggy. So yeah, it's really nice. So. Well, me and Rachel talking before we before I came up to do the podcast because of obviously what I've just spoke about with running and stuff and getting out there on the trails and stuff. One of the things that brought me and Rach together was running really. But because yeah. I was because I was running and training for road races and obviously my pace was quicker than what her training paces were, when we did get the opportunity to run, it always felt like I was running with her and I was missing an opportunity to do my training or it had to come on certain days. We now get the freedom to run together and do what yeah. needs to be when we want and get out into the woods and get into the trails and I was speaking to her about potentially signing up to do Race to the Stones yeah. or Race to the Kings who uh, mentioned that the other Sally week? Hamilton that's it yeah um, Sally Hamilton yes so it's a two day trail ultra run where you do 100k over two days um, and you have like a base camp so you can run 50k do a camp over run the rest of it um, just getting out there and seeing some really nice trails and running together as a family um, and getting the buggy back out and doing a bit more double buggy running because we used to do a lot of that as well um, yeah. so yeah Moynihan family love it love it absolutely love it and like you say it is about the running is about the enjoyment of it I think yeah. like I really enjoyed the running today and it was more intense training but i really enjoyed it um so yeah it is about running i think there's definitely a place for running uh, doing training at like intervals yeah. and, and doing reps and threshold runs and stuff but i just want to go with what my body wants me to do on the, any given day you know yeah um see how it works out couch to coach challenge Coach to coach challenge coach to coach challenge challenge challenge, challenge. coach to coach challenge <laughs> Amanda Kelly, especially for you. Um, so, Cows <laughs> never going to stop. Cows to coach. Never going to stop. Cows to coach challenge last week was for people to link in to the Streak with Helen Facebook page and start their own streak. Uh, we had a couple of people. So, we'd like to say, we had Lisa Funge who then replied saying, I haven't done a running, pl- a running streak, but we've, I've started to do a uh, plank streak or I've been doing a plank streak. Giovanni got in contact and said that he's been doing it. So, he was on day four. So, he'd already started without listening to the podcast cast but the winner can i announce this one and normally you'll let you announce the winner but can i announce this one? yeah I'll, I'll let you announce it because i love this yeah so the winner of this week's couch to coach challenge is i would say his friend he's a friend to the show he's friend to me because i see him every time i go to see every time i go a race i always have a quick chat with him it's the bagel loving coffee loving 
Ken Shenton, who has taken yeah. the streak to heart, and he has joined the streak with Hallen, and he is posting every day, uh, and he does the buzzword, uh, and he is absolutely loving life at the moment. And he's on day seven, the same as us, or is he day six? He might be on day six because he start. He must have started on the Friday or Saturday. I can't remember anyway. Um, yeah, I think he is. But he started, and he is streaking with Hallen as well. Uh, so well done to Ken Shenton. Well done to Ken. Do you know what was cracking about Ken? What? He, I think he, in the streak with Helen Group, he put his run out today. Um, and he went out and said, let me just find it. Uh, what did he do? Just want to be careful here. Yeah, so day six is on. Yeah. He did he did trails, streak with Helen, trails. Uh, having already been out and done my three-mile Manchester oh, Marathon yeah, yeah. training run on the road... I've taken my dog out for the trail for a couple of miles. Yeah. And there he is, picture of Ken. And it's right what someone said in that group the other day. Ken lives in like, he just seems to pick up these beautiful running routes. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely loving life. Yeah. And he always always posts a picture of himself. So Ken Shenton, congrats, mate. Congratulations. You are the couch coach winner. And I will get your, I keep saying this, I need to do, I need to do, I've got, I've got people's certificates printed off and I've got the envelopes, I need to get some stamps and get it sent out. I don't know what I started here because it's a nightmare to keep on top of because it's like once a week I have to send something out. But there is a list of people that haven't had their prizes yet. They will be with you. Do not worry. I will get them out to you. Um, I might even bring him to Rugeley and just hopefully that most people attend and come to that Rugeley. I might do that on Sunday. So what's the Strava, the Couch to Coach Challenge this week, Mr. Russell? This week, it is all about... Me. No, I'm joking. Sorry. (laughs) This week, it is all about... Trails. Trails, yeah. Okay. So we're going to steal Helen Rivar's buzzword of the day and we are going to go for trails. Mm. So what we want to encourage everybody to do is to take a different route, off-road, woodland, park trails, country paths, canal paths, whatever it needs to be to make it your interpretation of a trail run. Yeah. It's nice. I'd get out there and enjoy the great outdoors. Too often do we run on the comfortable, easy, tarmac, polluted roads. Yeah. You're right. And I bet it's easy. I bet it's, I don't know what the science is this behind this, but I I would imagine it's easier on your joints running trail than it is on, on roads. Well, there's something to be said for running on soft ground. Yeah. So running on soft ground, it's better for your joints potentially, running on soft ground. The only thing I would say is just be careful if you're on the trails and you haven't been on the trails for the first time. If you're used to running, your, I don't know, let's say you're road running at seven and a half minute mile, don't go running your trails at seven and a half minute mile because you're probably going to encounter some mud, slippy patches, Holes. tree roots in the ground, potholes, uneven surfaces, insert blank whatever you want yeah. just take it easy the main objective of going out on this run is to enjoy yourself you will get a bit muddier if you're picking a muddy path but it's so much fun yeah 
Yeah, I do. I like. Must admit, I do like trail. I know a couple of people from Stoke Fit. So Louise Gibbs loves trail. She loves going out on trail with Pete. Yeah, so I think this is right up some some people's streets, so to speak. Um, so yeah, get out there. We'll put it on the Strive our leaderboard. We'll put it onto Instagram. Get out there, run a trail, post it onto the Strava Strive our, um, and also put it on Instagram and tag us in to say that you have done it, and then we will pick a winner this time next week five with listeners five with listeners listeners. i think we're gonna lose amanda kelly after this (laughs) i don't think so just got a feeling she just she just she i bet she knows when we're gonna do it so i bet she just turns it down I should tell it. I should text it the day before and just say, turn it down for two seconds between one hour 25 and one hour 26. Text, text her all the details yeah. of when it's coming. Yeah. Hilarious. So this week's five, five with the listeners, we have Jenny Reynolds. So Jenny has been on the podcast before. She was on the Stoke Fit special. Um, and just to make people aware, this isn't the big announcements, by the way, but we are looking at potentially doing a Stowmaster Marathoners special. So I've got a couple of contacts with, with the other people from Stowmaster Marathoners. So if there is any other running club out there that potentially wants to come onto the podcast and do a special, so Silverdale, Trenton, Go Team, uh, Gators, we could get Kieran Bedford and Christian Prince on maybe. Uh, Liam good, Clay, but maybe. I won't be here. <laughs> I'll be here. I'll be here. But if anybody if anybody does want to, so any running clubs out there that want to get involved, please do get in contact and we can set something up. Uh, and also, I haven't been out yet, but I want to come out and run with all the running clubs just to experience the, 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 how they do their runs. But anyway, back to five of the listeners. We've got Jenny Reynolds from Stoke Fit. She has this to say. Question number one. What's your name, who, slash what club do you run for? Hi Rob and Ben. Thank you for the invite on the Couch to Coach, the award-winning podcast. Uh, my name is Jenny Reynolds. Uh, I run First Stoke Fit and I've been with the club for probably just a year now. Question number two. What are your current running goals? So in relation to my goals, I should mention at this point that my age range is 55 to 59. Um, So at that age, I suppose my big goal is just to be able to keep running and to be healthy enough to keep running. And also to be consistent with my training so that that pays off, obviously. Um, A second goal would be, I suppose to believe that I am a runner, because when I say that, there's a wee voice in my head says, well, you know, you're not really a runner. You're quite new at all of this. And I am quite new at all of this. So I probably need to believe more in my own ability and be a bit more confident. So that would be a little bit of a goal too. And my last goal, I suppose, would be for this year. And I should mention that I suppose about 18 months ago, I started running by doing couch to 5k all by myself and then I moved to obviously progress and to actually being able to run a 5k because after coach to 5k I couldn't actually run 5k so I had to push myself to actually be able to run 5k and then I joined Stoke Fit 
and that has helped massively helped me progress. So I've now been able to progress to run 10k and um, I, I suppose in the next few months I want to progress even further to be able to run my first half marathon. So they would be my current goals. Question number three. How is your training going? So if I'm absolutely honest about training, I rely on a lot of people to help guide me in relation to that. Mostly my husband, Neil Reynolds. And then secondly, mostly the leaders in Stokefit um, to help guide me, obviously, in relation to training because it's all still really, really new to me. So my week would look like Monday and Wednesdays would be we'd be at the club at Stoke Fit and we'd do a run and I usually link up with either a medium short or a medium long run. So medium short's usually around four and a half miles and a medium long run is usually around six-ish miles. So we'd do one, one or other um, twice a week. And then on a Saturday, I would usually do a park run and uh, Rob Salato will do park runs for Combined Healthcare, who I work with. I work alongside Rob, so we do a park run every other week with Combined Healthcare and I also do a park run uh, tourism with Stoke Fit once a month, as much as I can, obviously. And then my husband Neil will sort us out and plan for a long run for a Sunday and we go out on a Sunday and we do a long run. And that's generally what my training plan looks like from week to week. I signed up for NSRRA and I'm in Y group, which is apparently the biggest group at the minute. There's 45 women in it. So I think they're going to chop it in half and make it into two groups. So, and I've just completed um, my first NSRRA event, which was all Sager 5, which was really good. And I had, I really did do a much better time than I anticipated so I was delighted with that and this one question number four is a regular question we ask all of our guests what are your current PBs at 5k 10k half marathon and marathon so my current PBs are um, at park run 5k my current PB I set on the 11th of November 23 at 27.34 and I was absolutely delighted with that and I actually stalked that guy um, Paul the barefoot blade and I just literally sat in behind him and followed him the whole way in to the finish and got a really good time for me anyway um, when, when you take into consideration when I started park running um, I probably was in and around 40 minutes so I've really progressed with with obviously 5k um, the other thing to mention that really floats my boat and pe- other people probably think I'm a bit of an idiot but never worry um, I also always look at where I am placed in my age group and over the last year I've had a first at Trenton two, two seconds one at Trenton one at Winslow and two thirds, one at Trentham and one at Chasewater. So they're the wee things that I hone in on whenever I see the results and they're the things that really excite me about my running. In relation to 10K, um, I, I suppose last July I ran my first 10K event at 
Winslow during the summer, the summer run, and I got 105, so one hour five minutes for 10k. So Neil, um, my husband, paced me at the nuts for 10k, which was in the first of October 23, and um, he was very keen to get me in under an hour, which. We tried really hard, but I just didn't have it. He really pushed and pushed me, but I just didn't have it. And we got in, which was even more heartbreaking, um, at 1 hour 37 seconds. So I think he was actually more disappointed than I was about that. So anyway, it was game on the 26th of November when we went back to Wimsel for the Christmas run, which was brilliant, I have to say. Um, and yet again, Neil Pate was my pacer although there was a pacer at the event and I'm sure that man was going to report me for stalking because I never left his side for a minute until the very end at which me and Neil then pushed on and I managed to come in from a best 10k my PB is currently sitting at 59.23 so I'm delighted about that obviously this year my goal is to do a half marathon so we'll see where that ends up I don't know at this point Um. But I should mention that um, the event at the weekend, All Sager 5, was great. Um, and I really wanted to get in under 50, given that it got just under the R for the 10K. Um, so I wanted to get in, in kind of under 50 minutes or as close to 50 minutes as I could. So I ended up that I finished at 46 minutes 50, which blew me away. I just didn't expect that at all. Um, so I just want to give a special mention to my Stoke Fit friends because it was such a brilliant turnout on the day and there was such an amazing team, I suppose, atmosphere at the event with lots of teams, not just ours, but lots of teams. But it just was something special because that's, I suppose, the event where there's been the most Stoke Fitties there when I've been there. So it was really exciting for me. But a really special mention to Joe Cordell and Katie Harvey who I ran with during the event and we really supported each other and got each other over the line so just a special you know mention for those two ladies. Question number five what is your best tip you can give to someone about running either starting running or just running in general? The best tip I suppose I would give someone Rob, the guy who was on last week, gave it and that was to join a running club because there you'll, they'll just push you and you'll progress so much more. So he's already said that, so I thought, you know, think of something more creative than that, Jenny, because Rob's already beat you to the post with that one. So I suppose what I would say is be consistent, you know, be dedicated in what you do. If you can, buddy up with somebody. I mean, I'm in a very fortunate position where my husband's been running for many, many years. So if if he doesn't know it, it's not worth knowing. So I'm in a fortunate position that I've got him. But if you don't have someone like that, you know, um, to support you, then buddy up with someone and hold each other to account. You know, set your goals and let them know what your goals are so that you can achieve them together. I think that's what I would say would probably be a, a good tip for somebody who's starting running or, or even someone who's a long-term runner body up yeah be accountable and the last question is your chance to ask the listeners question so what is your question and who is it for 
So in relation to my question to you, I suppose when I was overweight, I always had a sore back, I always had a very tired back. And when I tried to walk or exercise, the, first, the thing that stopped me was my back because it got so sore, so tight and just really difficult then. Um, I was obviously very unfit, but apart from that, it was my back really that was the problem. I also had sore knees and hips, but since losing weight, I haven't had any issues with my back. I haven't had any issues with my knees and I haven't had any issues with my hips. So that's all been really good. However, in recent weeks, probably in the last three weeks, I've developed like a tightness in my back and my lower back first on the right side and now it's kind of just across the lower back at the bottom um, and I suppose my question is while I run I don't do anything else so is there something else I should do to strengthen that is that a weakness that I'm just gonna have is it related to my age that sort of thing um, or am I not stretching enough what is it, you know, that maybe would cause that? It's not painful, it is just a tightness. There's very, it's not really pain. No, I wouldn't describe it as pain, I would describe it as a tightness. Um, so thank you in advance for answering that question. And thanks for having me on Couch to Coach. And I just want to say, I heart Stoke Fit. So there you go. So that's Jenny Reynolds, a, a very... Long five of listeners. I think he's a bit more than five of the listeners. It's probably about 15 of the listeners. I'm not quite sure how long it was, but very in-depth answers. So thank you, Jenny. 15 um, with the listeners. <laughs> 15, yeah, 15 with the listeners. <laughs> so the question is, hmm. she suffers with tightness. So it's not, she wouldn't say it's an injury and it's, it doesn't say it's pain pretty much, but it's tightness in the back. So is there anything that she should be doing as well as a running? Because she has come on leaps and bounds with her running. Uh, this time, 18 months ago, a year ago, she wasn't running. Uh, she's lost weight. Uh, she's doing a lot of running with with Neil apart with her husband. So she wants to carry on. So what is your recommendation? My thoughts on that are without seeing um, Jenny run, it would be very difficult and foolish of me to give concrete advice as to what's causing it. But what I could pass on in terms of advice is my understanding of injuries. Let's be very careful around the word injury. Let's say, for instance, a repetitive strain on something. You know, if yeah. you get like a aching knees or you get uh, sore ankle joints or something yeah. like that, and in Jenny's case, sore lower back, then I've always understood it that it's normally the joints above or below the affected area that is causing the problem. So normally, if you've got, let's say, an injury in your knee, it's most likely to not be the knee that is causing it. It would be the hips or the ankle. An instability in the ankle or the hips that might be causing an irritation in the knee because when you're loading, you might find you've got a weakness in the ankle that is causing your bones or your joints to flex in an in sort of natural movement and that is causing there to be inflammation or strain on the knee 
So if we yeah. take that question to Jenny and look at her back, her lower back, and in runners, quite common, injuries are all related to instability in the hips. Now, Jenny talks about having lost a bit of weight has helped and things like that. And that makes sense because if you've lost a bit of weight, there's less pressure on the hips. The hips is the big thing. The pelvic region is the big thing that keeps us stable as runners. If we look at an ideal form, which is nice and tall, imagine a healing balloon pulling you up from the head. Hips should be up. Hips should be raised. They should be nice and parallel to the body, raised and almost pushed forward if you look at the picture of an ideal runner with an ideal running form you get this sort of diagonal path that flows from the ankles diagonally up to the knees back diagonally towards the hips and then again from the hips diagonally up towards the head and you get this perfect sort of picture of running form but from the hips there should be a slight hinge forward and if you are not stable in your hips what you might find is that you become slouched and you become uh rounded in the upper in the back you become rounded in the shoulders and all of that in the posterior chain puts a lot of pressure on the hips which also then creates a lot of uh pressure and the 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 tendency for inflammation in the lower back so i would say look at the hips look at the pelvic region strengthen your hips so doing things like uh, glute bridges right yeah google glute bridges youtube glute bridges um doing things like hip raises uh doing exercises like uh clams so google clams which is where you like lie on your side legs together knees together and you sort of open uh your legs and lift your knees up and back down imagine like a clamshell opening yeah so look at clams look at glute bridges doing a bit of a Lisa Funge, doing some planks. Planking. All the sort of exercises that if you Google in YouTube, hip stability, if you can get yourself a nice little routine of, it needs to be 10 to 15 minutes a day, concentrated yeah. on the hips, it's going to really help. And I think consistency, we're not talking do this once and you're going to have a miracle cure for your back. We're talking do this consistently a few times a week for something like six to eight weeks you'll probably find that this lower back problem will start to get uh, better and possibly go away altogether. Good answer. Good question. Good answer. Lovely. Um, I, I added that before, especially around, because I, I can remember saying my ankle was hurting and I think it was more to do with my instability of my knee. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it does relate that it's not always the actual area that's causing the problem that is the thing causing the problem, if that makes sense. I mean, I don't want to, I need to sort of say, like, on this show as a podcast, we obviously are only answering questions that listeners put in, and we can't be guaranteed that it is going to be the right solution. Yeah. Um, yeah. If obviously you, you're doing things that, and you're trying to get things better, but the injuries or inflammation still persists, the best thing you can do is to go see a sports therapist or even your GP and yeah. get some actual diagnosis of that. But it's a good starting point is to look at strength and conditioning, really. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Cool. So next week, Ben will be glad to know we have it lined up. Mm. We have his good friend, Sam Reeve, on Five of the Listeners. 
So we'll, I'm looking forward to that. It's I'm not. Very funny. It's very funny. Uh, I've had a chance to listen to it, so we're looking forward to that. So next, if anybody wants to be, I know that Alex is Alex Main has asked if he could be on there because Alex has done it as well, and I did say to Alex if Alex ever wants to come on, let me know. But if anybody else wants to do five of the listeners, please do get in contact with us, and you could be on this award-winning podcast. Uh, and we could be answering your question. So please do get in contact either on Instagram at Couch to Coached or via the email at Couch to Coached at Outlook.com. So we are coming towards the end of this episode. What's this big announcement that you've got? It's the end of the show. Uh, go on. What is it? Do it, one. Yeah. Okay. But you're still listening. <laughs> So if you want to go to our review, now is the time. Spotify, leave us a review. Tell us how good the show was because you made it all the way to the end and that is your reward. Congratulations. You did it. I've got an announcement and I'm going to make an announcement. Go on. So next week, we have another special guest. It has not been 100% confirmed, but they have said that they're happy to come on, so hopefully it's going to be next week. Uh, we have somebody from High Rocks. So Edward Dyer, Edward Dyer, who is a general manager of High Rocks, is coming on to the show to talk to us about High Rocks, which I know very little about, I must admit. I know bits about it. I've yeah, done a few so, High Rocks. Yeah, a lot of people have, and I know a lot of people say that it's a very good thing to do, to, to complement your running as well, to... to if you were thinking about cross-training. So very interested to see what Edward has got to say about High Rocks. If anybody's got any questions they want to ask Edward, uh, now is your opportunity. Please get in contact with us and we can pose the questions to Edward. Uh, and hopefully, like I say, next week, we will be getting him onto the show. Uh, so, And on that note, I think it's time we said, see you all later. See you later.